you're listening to The Parent Classroom, a space for quick conversations on how to nurture your child's education. I'm your host, Komal Shah, a former teacher turned consultant who fundamentally believes that every parent has the power to raise their child consciously within the K-12 schooling system. I cannot wait to bring you on this journey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode and today's topic is grades and I'm really excited about this one because I actually am going to have a parent and educator come on next week and talk about communicating grades with your child but I wanted to do this episode because I wanted to give you my perspective as a teacher on my relationship with grades because every parent, including yourself, is going to have to navigate them. And I think grades are so tough, especially when we think about conscious education, because they're kind of the holy grail of the education system. And I think the reason is, is because they have been messaged as being so important in that it dictates the future life of your child. And it's kind of message from a young age that grades and getting good grades sets you up for success, right? You get a good grade in biology, history, math, and elementary, then middle, then high school, and then you have a GPA. And then you use that GPA to apply to college and be accepted. And then after you achieve in college, you go out and get that job. So there is this kind of mountain that you have to climb when it comes to getting a good grade in class because, again, it's attached to your future success. And I'm going to give a very weird analogy here, but I immediately thought of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And if you have never read Harry Potter, you can just ignore this analogy. (laughs) But I remember in the book, the contestants have all these different tasks, really difficult tasks, that they have to go through in order to get to this goblet, right? That's the end goal. And in order to do that, these tasks ultimately result in some contestants not being able to make it through, right? They get like eaten up by a maze or they get stuck under a lake. Again, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But it kind of reminds me that it's the same in class to get a good grade or to get to that goblet, a lot of kiddos are kind of eaten up in the process, even though there's so much pressure to make it through that maze and get to that ultimate destination. Okay, so going back to grades, I think one thing that is really interesting is that they come with a lot of baggage and I think it's also important to note that we as adults have our own baggage when it comes to grades. 
So for me growing up, grades were scary. I had a lot of pressure to get straight A's because that's what my parents, my immigrant parents, thought would lead to my success. And of course, the child-parent dynamic is is that I didn't want to disappoint my parents by getting anything less than an A. So a lot of what motivated me, to be honest, was not really internal. It was this fear that kind of pushed me to continue. And to be honest, grades and getting good grades were a source of stress. They kind of caused me to enjoy learning a lot less in school because I was so focused on that ultimate goal. So I think it's important in this episode to just ask yourself, you know, what is the story or narrative that you have around grades? Because it comes with you in adulthood and it has implications for your child. So, you know, what was your experience? Was it similar to my story where you had a lot of pressure or maybe it wasn't, right? Whatever that was for you, what was that like? But one thing stands for true that no matter what, most children are going to go to a school where grades are going to be a big value. And unfortunately, this A, B, C, D, and F categorize the learning of a child from such a young age. I mean, when a kid enters kindergarten, they are already being assigned whether they are an A student or a B student or a C student. For context, a child entering kindergarten is five years old. Their brain is developing at that time. Usually it's the executive functions and social skills. And yet we have decided that these letters mean so much that they are your value. And so something that has implications for your future starts at that prime age of five. And we start to rate the performance of the child at a young age. You know, despite the fact that children are playful and curious and more often than not really concerned in getting an A, I mean, they eventually adopt the mindset that getting an A is good. But initially when a child comes or goes to school, they just want to learn, right? But this performative letter continues. It starts in elementary and then it goes to middle and then, oh boy, now we reach high school where the pressure is really on. And one implication of grades that we forget to talk about is that it negates the risk-taking in learning, in making mistakes and failing and being curious. And it's all whittled down to this letter. Now, I will say that for me, this pressure that I had of grades to be honest, I never really reflected on it. I didn't question it. I just thought it was part of the checklist that you had to do. I really didn't realize until I became a teacher of really 
what grades were and the meaning behind them. So let me tell you a little bit about my experience because I was a middle school math teacher and I was on the other side. See, I had to do grading. I was tasked with prescribing grades to children. And here is my biggest issue that I confronted. I am a human giving a child a letter grade. So ultimately, it's going to be subjective. Now, you may say, well, you were teaching math, Komal. I mean, you would be easy to grade. There's a right answer and a wrong answer, right? But I struggled so much because what if the kid did the work and was showing progress but made a silly computational error, right? The children I was working with were 10 or 11, They were trying their best to show their understanding and show me the patterns that they were creating, but I still had to put a stamp on that progress with the letter that I knew that they would internalize about their smartness. And so that was really difficult for me, you know, when I would hear a child say, ugh, yet again, or Yes, I'm so smart. And this starts young. You know, a kid internalizes the grade they receive young. And what used to be internal motivation to just learn now gets externalized. It's rewarded. So work and hard work is now associated with that trophy at the end instead of enjoying the process along the way. And another difficulty that I had as a teacher that I think the teachers out there would probably say is grading is a burden. I had 180 students my first year of teaching. I mean, honestly, how was I going to clearly and objectively grade every child? I had to give that black and white letter, but was it correct? I mean, Did I even fully know that this child gets a B and this other child gets a C? And yes, I had my grade book and I had my percentages, so it did it for me in many ways. But it still wrenched my heart a little bit because I could see the effects on the other side for the child. And for a child who even does well, it still is a problem, right? Because they still think that if I don't get an A, I will not be valued in school. I will disappoint my parents and I will be considered behind or not successful. I guess the reason why I explain all this is that I explain my side as a teacher, but you're the parent. You're on the other side. So You're not there for the grading process. And maybe you don't have the luxury to be in the classroom every day and seeing what the kid is learning. So you just get this report card and have to now deconstruct it for yourself and your child. And that's so complicated because when you get this letter, 
you don't get to see the gray areas of the learning before this grade was given. And I think that's what makes grading so tough and the grade even tougher to communicate. So we have this identifying marker of your child's performance. I've already mentioned that many times it's subjective. Many times a child internalizes it as a negative thing. But there's so much fear with grades, right? Because you want your child to be successful. So they have to get good grades, right? That's kind of the linear pattern we create in our head. And if you were a parent who had the pressure of grades growing up, you most likely are going to communicate that with your own child. We talk a lot about unlearning and conscious education and It's a lot harder to do if you haven't really deconstructed it for yourself. So when you get this grade, I think it's important to note that because there is a gray area to it, there is a way you can become an investigator and learn how to communicate this in a way that is with pause and giving your child some grace instead of using grades as a way to punish your child for not meeting a certain expectation. So what are some factors that could affect a child's grade? Well, from my teaching experience, here are the things that I found. Does that child find the subject interesting? Does that child understand how they are being taught by the teacher or is the way they're being taught understanding or understandable? (laughs) Does your child have maybe outside emotional needs that are impacting the focus in the class? Does the child have test anxiety, which means that they learn, but then when the exam comes, they get a lot of anxiety, in turn, getting a lower grade and then a lower grade in the class? Or is there a learning difference that's affecting this child's grade? So how do you as a parent put less weight on the grade itself, knowing that there are many ways to explain it, and instead kind of get to the bottom to what your values are and the other factors that could be affecting that grade in the first place? You know your child the best, right? So digging deeper and finding what truly is the issue. I know for me, when I was a teacher, I used to tell my students, all I care is that you grow, you progress, you learn, and you get better. And they used to be frustrated with me because I wouldn't always share grades with them. But I knew at the end of the day that if they showed me what they knew, And if they put in effort, then the grade would stand for itself. So it's more about reinforcing the values of learning and your child trying their best because that's ultimately what's important. And I know that it is hard sometimes to deconstruct this because you are constantly messaged that grades are important. But I hope that this episode demystifies, you know, some of this 
weight and pressure and importance we put on grades, understanding that at the end of the day, it is a benchmark of the learning process. And as long as you can honor that for your child, they will be able to be successful in whatever way they go about it. All right, until next time, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for showing up as a parent, but not only just for yourself, but for your child as you consciously make shifts for their schooling. To connect with me, follow at The Parent Classroom on Instagram and join my email newsletter to stay tuned for more resources for you and your child. If you are interested in consciousness and education, you can find my book, Raise Your Hand, A Call for Consciousness and Education, now on Amazon. Till next time, bye.